1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Najib Razak turned up in court with a face mask after a six-month hiatus in his 1MDB trial, which resumed today, May 19, 2020, at the Kuala Lumpur High Court. Since we were here last in November 2019, the government had changed and Najib's AMNO is now a major partner in the Perikatan National Government that took over from the imploded former ruling coalition, Pakatan Harapan. Najib's face mask was also a sign of the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic in Malaysia and the rest of the world. His 1MDB trial, which was originally slated to start in March 2020, was postponed multiple times as movement control measures and social distancing rules were put in place to curb the spread of the virus. Najib arrived in court at 2pm for a half-day proceeding in the last week of the Ramadan fasting month. Though Najib's expression was hidden by the face mask he was wearing, it was obvious that he was in a good mood as he chatted with his aides and waved at the photographers present. When asked to comment, he simply replied that he was running late. His trial was supposed to start at 2pm. Before he was allowed to go up to the fifth floor courtroom, court officials took down Najib's personal details, recorded his temperature and made sure his hands were sanitized. These measures were put in place due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Inside the courtroom, Najib sat all by himself. This was another measure taken by the court to ensure social distancing was observed by all. Lead prosecutor Gopal Sri Ram brought up some housekeeping matters before the trial started. Gopal referred to a newspaper cutting in which Najib was quoted as saying that his 1MDB trial would be, quote, more conducive and fair, unquote, now. He told Judge Colin Sakara that by saying that, Najib had meant that, quote, the court emanated an atmosphere of an unfair trial until the change of government, unquote. He then informed the judge that he would file contempt proceedings against Najib. Moving on, the prosecutor also informed Judge Collin that Najib's stepson, Riza Aziz, may be added to the prosecution's witness list as, quote, he had indicated his readiness to testify, unquote. Riza was discharged not amounting to an acquittal last week over five money laundering charges in a decision that outraged Malaysia. This podcast is meant to be listened in chronological order for it to make sense, so go back and listen from episode 1. We've wrapped up each day in court for you. In the witness box today was 1MDB CEO Sharul Halmi. In his previous testimony, he told the court that 1MDB had unknowingly sent more than 1 billion US dollars to Goodstar Limited 
a company linked to businessman Low Tech Joe, or better known as Joe Low, because it was under the impression that the company was a subsidiary of PetroSaudi International. Before starting his cross-examination, Shafi informed the judge that he will take about two weeks to conclude the witness's cross-examination. Shafi then referred Sharul to a Public Accounts Committee report on governance and management control of 1MDB. Referring to the report, Shafi directed the witness to an audit report prepared by Ernst & Young, or EY, who were 1MDB's auditor in 2010. After less than a year, the firm's services was terminated. EY also did not sign off on 1MDB's audit report. Was EY terminated because they requested documents pertaining to 1MDB's joint venture assets? Shafi questioned. Yes, Sharul replied. I understood why EY wanted these documents and I requested them from PetroSaudi's business affairs director, Patrick Mahoney, and I told Joe Lowe to put pressure on them, but those efforts were not successful. Sharul added that at the time, all the 1MDB board believed this was a government-to-government deal backed by the Saudi government and they were all trying to make it work. You didn't suspect something was wrong? Shafi asked. At the time, no, the witness answered. The impression I had was that it was more of a deal between Tarek, Prince Turkey and Najib. I was just a cog in the machinery. I wasn't involved in the decision-making. Still questioning Sharul about the audit report, Shafi asked the witness if he told the board about the difficulty in obtaining the necessary documents. I did inform the board, but it was never minuted, Sharul replied. It was not minuted because the board and I were under this pervasive view of, quote, musty protect PM, unquote, which translates to must protect the PM, and that we must be careful what we minute. We didn't want the minutes to be used as extra ammunition for political attacks against Najib, he said. And with that, the proceedings ended for the day. The 1MDB trial will continue tomorrow. This podcast was brought to you by the Malaysian Insight. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam. I'm Patrick Teo.